Oh, it's four. No, it's not four things. It's more things, baby. Um, four things. I'll I'll give everybody a, a little heads up. By the way, my name is GM. I'm the host around here. Um, if you've been checking out a bunch of these four things episodes or the more things episodes lately, it's because um, four things is still on the way. We have the segments recorded. Uh, the skits and bits need to get uh, knocked down a little bit, and I need to do some post production. And I've just been, I'll be honest, I've been having a little bit of a funk lately. So it's probably the best way to explain it. So if you're looking for a new episode of four things, know that it is on the way. Um, and if you're looking for an episode of more things, uh, I got you. That's what we're doing right now. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to have the guests uh, come in and introduce themselves. Let them uh, let the people know who you are, what you do, why they may know you or why you would want them to know you. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Rob, uh, Rob Scalera. Uh, that's not my real name, so, uh, but you can call me Rob. Uh, I'm uh, captain uh, of Astro Rookies. Uh, it's, uh, it's another avatar project. Uh, we have some cute little astronauts and uh, we started minting uh, yesterday. I, I don't know uh, when this will be live, this'll, but... Yeah, this will be... I was going to say this will be out tomorrow. So I guess it would be two days from, yeah, two from days. where it's coming out. Yeah, it's been out for two days now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, we, we came here with uh, three other uh, team members. You have battery vacancy and sim. Uh, our artist is here also. So Hi. I was going to say, and that's sim, right? Yeah, right. Like yeah. sim card, sims or sims. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, now I get it. Um, sim, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and let the people know, I guess, a little bit. Um, I don't know exactly what your uh, what your background is or, or any uh, of that kind well, of stuff. I'm, if you want to throw that out there. I'm a full uh, I'm a full time designer, um, mm-hmm. and I studied design. And I'm basically the mother of Astro Rookies. Uh, I did. I drew them. We, you know, created pro- created the project together. Decided what it what we wanted it to look like, and then came Astro Rookies. Interesting. Yeah. I'm looking at them some more now, actually, uh, on my phone, and um, they're cool. I, I gotta say, I like these things. If you guys haven't, if you guys haven't gotten a chance to to, to take a look at them and check them out. Um, what was the, uh, the site's astrorookies.com, right? That's where they can. Yes, yes, yes. Astrorookies.com and, uh, minting, uh, is still live at mint at mint.astrorookies.com. Um, so I, like I said, I, I gotta say, I like the art on these, but I, I have one question that's instantly going to jump out to me about these. And if anybody knows what this question is, feel free because maybe you've been asked it before. Um, why are there no necks guys? <laughs> i'm just asking i'm not trying to start anything i'm just wondering it's a head inside of a inside of a uh, helmet so I, I gotta ask why there there has to be a reason right yeah uh, i mean there there is definitely mm-hmm. i guess it's more due to my personal preferences but oh. i started drawing them and i i kept drawing the neck and I just didn't like the way it looked. I did, you know, I drew it like a little thinner, really thin, slightly wider, but it just didn't feel right. And I thought, right. why does it even like, doesn't even need a neck? Like realistically, this is an asteroid. That's fair. It's in space. They probably have the technology to preserve the head and the <laughs> body. So I thought, I like that. Not? Yeah. Yeah, that's and that's what I mean. Is like there's got to be a reason as to why I would assume, or at least um, at least it fits with with what you guys are saying. You know, if the bodies are uh, are kind of disconnected or whatever. Yeah, um, I like that. They definitely have the technology. You know, 
They right, don't need their right. bodies. They just need their brains. And is this a uh, is this a ten thousand? Yes. Yes. So there's ten. Of course. Of <laughs> <laughs> well, that's well. Now everything is either. I feel like the numbers are starting to fall a little bit. Where now they're starting to be closer to like seven thousand. I know Vogus just did the seven thousand. You know, there's been, I, I, I just saw another project the other day that had like 5,000, I think. And I forget what that was, but that was Yeah, there one. was the Long Neck Ladies with the 3,333. Yep, the, the, the Long Neckies. Yep, I got a. Uh, yeah, Gullard uh, Chats enough to get uh, one of those. also uh, have 3,000, I guess. Yeah, so it seems like the numbers are starting to adjust on these things a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I and I say these things lovingly, I guess, because it's it's one of those things where you get kind of like a you get a love hate relationship with with kind of the whole the whole scene or situation right now, where it's like some of them I feel like are really good and worth sticking around, and I think have longevity, and then I think some of them are probably just here for the quick buck or you know just to try to get it out there. Um, what do you guys think separates this project possibly from other projects, or are you even trying to separate yourself like that? Yeah. Well, okay. uh, yeah. can I? But, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, well, we didn't uh, want to, I mean, we didn't aim to create uh, too much hype. Uh, we just wanted to um, do it step by step, just by, um, how can I say, just by showing solid steps and uh, some real developments that people can see and they get hype with the, uh, with the developments they see. Actually, the art is really good, but uh, I personally think that uh, this approach is similar to Punk's comic, uh, mm -hmm. which was actually took a, a couple of months for it to sell its 10k copies. Uh, but each uh, with each solid step and each uh, development, it got more and more hype, and it was uh, an organic hype. So eventually it became a very, very successful project. Uh, in that way, we have uh, some long plans ahead and that we're very excited about. And we aim really big with this project. Uh, what are we going to do? Um, and that's why uh, we just released it when the contract was ready. Uh, so we, we wanted to, the hype to be created after people see some developments. But of course, we have some really, really cool and nice uh, early adapters that we talk a lot. Uh, yep. And they're really supportive of us, and we thank them, of course. Yeah, they, um, like I said, the artwork's strong. I'm actually surprised I haven't seen these more on my timeline um, over the last, you know, couple of days or 24 hours or whatever. Yeah, we are bad at spreading the word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's yeah. not, that's not no, always it, man. Help. It's, yeah, yeah. What's, I was gonna say it's it's tough. You know what I mean? Like right yeah, now really with tough. like it's and and it's getting tougher every day. Yeah. Uh, with all the projects coming. Yeah, I think I think that it's a uh, it's gonna be a dog eat dog world for a lot of these uh, these projects, for a lack of better term. Um, I think the like I said, I think that you guys have a good start in the fact that you have strong artwork. It looks like my biggest problem with a lot of projects is. Um, to be honest, is that the the lower level, uh, the floor, will look like a completely different project than than the uh, the top rares. Does that yeah. make sense? So, like, you look at it and you're like, "Oh, these are these are kind of cool, I guess." And then you look at the top rares and you're like, "Wow, these are incredible!" Like, I would like I would mm. love these. But then you look back at like the commons again and you're like, hmm, "I guess." 
Hmm. You know, and that's and I feel like that's like there's too big of a of a uh, a space between you know what people are able to get or afford right now, and then what people you know like the the real whales or whatever. When you look at like the eight to ten ETH purchases and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we we worked hard for the uh, for arranging the rarities for the attributes. So uh, every Roru we call Rorus. So every Roru uh, looks cool, basically. Yeah. Right. Rorus still sound like Roru to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say they're called what now? Rorus. Yeah. Oh, I see Ro- now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Astro, Astro, Astro rookies. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I see. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think they're. Uh, I think they're good. Um, and Sim, you were saying that you were the one that had the uh, the ideas for these, I guess. Um, yeah, well, we it was all um, a teamwork, but I did uh, come yeah. up with the mood boards, and I t- told them that I wanted to make a um, slightly retro uh, take on um, the the um, the characters, but still yeah. um, uh, up to date. I don't know how right. to, yeah. Um, yeah, I was just gonna ask Rob. Actually, I had that. Yeah, yeah, you can talk um, about pandas. Uh, I was gonna I ask think, you how uh, long. <laughs> when did we first talk about this uh, project? Like, how long like ago was that? Three months ago. Three I months guess. ago, right? Yeah, three months ago. I mean, I, a and, lot uh, has happened in the NFT community within those three months with the app oh, yeah. for NFTs. It's, it's been crazy. Like, we've been making and watching and trying to be, um, you know, trying to be wary about what was happening in the community. But it was so hard to. Um, you know, follow up with all the new, uh, coming upcoming avatars. Um, have you guys, I know that with me, uh, something that I'm into right now with the, with avatar projects is the availability to use, um, your avatar in, in like a metaverse type situation. Um, something virtual reality or something, you know, uh, 3d modeled or whatever. Is that something that you guys are considering for Astro rookies or something that's being worked on? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, metaverse, uh, is, is a long-term plan of course, but, uh, we have some shorter term, uh, roadmap activations actually, uh, uh, we're gonna airdrop every rookie, uh, a spaceship, spaceship NFT. I like that. Uh, we are uh, we are in talks with other artists, and also Sim will be the art director, of course. Right. Uh, and uh, you, uh, we are trying to gamify, and we are started to uh, develop a game that you can use your spaceships and uh, fight them, race them, etc. I like that. That's yeah. Fun. It is we thought that it's a cool utility for the uh, holders and uh, everyone in general, of course. Well, one like I said, the, the reason why I'm into this is because uh, you know my my girlfriend grabbed a headset, um, a VR headset, and I tried it out, and I didn't really expect to to like it very much because I didn't think that we were really that far along. I thought that we were the way that everybody keeps saying we're early about NFTs. Like I. I thought we're still really early when it comes to virtual reality. But then when I checked it out and when I went in there, I was like, holy crap, this is way more, um, I don't know, more, way more advanced than I thought it was going to be. You know, you, I thought that we were going to be playing. What, uh, which one? 
I, uh, I Oculus, the the, uh, the okay, Oculus, Oculus but which uh, which which metaverse? Basically. Uh, oh, which metaverse? Um, I yeah, was yeah. in uh, I was in VR chat for a little bit the other night, okay. and um, I checked that out, and that was crazy. <clears throat> but I've also played like Half Life, Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, I've played uh, some other some other games and stuff like that, but I haven't done a whole lot of metaversing. Okay, excuse me. So Half Life, Alex is crazy. Actually, oh my god, is it holy? And the thing <laughs> is, is that we got this in the beginning of uh, of the pandemic or whatever, and so we were like, let's find a you know, let's let's get a VR headset and stuff like that, you know, and we'll be able to kind of. And it was a it was a few months before everything really happened. We we didn't know what was going on, but we we're like, yeah, let's try the VR headset. I think we'll like it. And then when everything happened, I was like, well, at least we have the VR headset. You know, we can we can kind of just stay in the house and and get lost in there if we really want to. And then I go to play Half-Life Alex and guys are coming at me and they're wearing full plastic suits with uh, with plastic heads and and they're talking about the virus and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, no, this is terrible. <laughs> I'm like, this is awful. This is not the game we should have played. But it's so realistic, though. It's so good. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. So VR headsets make me uh, nausea and uh, I can't stand it. Oh really? Ten minutes, yeah. <laughs> that's unfortunate because that's he's getting VR sick. Yeah, yeah that's no, that's really what it is. Is you have to. They say you have to get your legs, like your sea legs, uh, like when you're when you're on a boat. And yeah. they say the same type of thing about VR is that you're supposed to do it in um, increments of like five minutes or whatever, where you're supposed to wear it for like two to five minutes. Then you take it off. Then you put it back on. You wear it for ten minutes. Then you take it off. You put it back on. Did you have um, any problems with it adjusting? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still have problems with it sometimes, but not not as bad. I don't get like really uh, really sick or whatever. I, I I think I do okay, but when I take the headset off is when I really get like I'm like oh I gotta sit down. Yeah, uh, you, you should try yeah, you space can. games. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Space games? Yeah, like uh, Elite Dangerous or Sp- Star Season. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. These I'm are with really it. cool with VR. Uh, I I tried that, but. Uh, like I said, I can't stand 10 minutes. Right, right. My parents, yeah, when my parents came out here, I had them try it. Oh, and, nice. um, yeah, it was funny. My parents are both around 70 years old or so. And um, <laughs> my mom, it's really funny. She has this thing where, I, I mean, I guess it's not funny, but I've grown up with it my whole life. So I've seen her react. She she doesn't like water at all. She doesn't like going underwater or anything. It's a very, it's like a fear of hers or whatever in terms of like she of drowning and stuff like that. And there's times where, like, if we drive over a bridge, she'll hold her breath when we drive over a bridge because that's what she was told to do when she was younger, I guess. To in case in case your the the bridge collapsed, then at least you have a breath of of air to be able to live with. So <laughs> depends on how long the bridge is. Like, I know, <laughs> I know. Trust me, I know. Yeah. We've we've tried to we've tried to explain this to her multiple times throughout <laughs> my life, but she's not going to listen to me. So right. every time we go over the bridge, she holds her breath. Um, and that's uh, we we did the roller coaster one, and I was like, "You want to do a roller coaster?" She's like, "Yeah, all right, I'll try that." So she starts, and she was funny because she's like moving back and forth, and she's like, "Whoa, like what's what's going on here?" And and then she starts to get to the end, and I and I hear the like I see the roller coaster starting to starting to slow up, so I'm figuring it's going to come to the end. I'm like, "Okay, you're you know you're all done." And I go to take the headset from her, and all of a sudden, the the roller coaster stops. And it looks like it's about to go plunging into water. Oh, like that's where it ends. It's like at the top of like this, like this one where it looks yeah, like it's splash. about to take a deep plunge into water. And um, all of a sudden, my mom starts going. <gasps> 
Oh, and she starts God. breathing and her hands start, she, she starts uh, trying to push air to her. And I said, mom, you're, you're okay. Oh, like, you're God. all right. I said, it's okay. I said, I don't think it's going to go under the water. And then it starts ticking closer and closer. And I'm like, all right, just get the headset off. Don't worry about it. It's so, so interesting though. Yeah. The human yeah, psychology she was, and VR. Mm-hmm. She was in it and she was, she was convinced that she was about to take a bath. And I said, Nope, you're, you're going to be okay. But she loved it. My dad, um, my dad played the, uh, the demo with the flying robot and all that stuff. And, and he loved it. Um, he thought it was fun. Like you could tell he was having a good time and stuff like that. So, um, I played a boxing game recently and, uh, I am awful. I, I mean, I'm good at fighting boxing. But uh, but I I get winded fast. These guys don't run out of these guys don't run out of energy. They're just they're just computer games. They don't care. There's no there's no fatigue. Yeah, we need to uh, get ready for that uh, Ready Player One verse. You know, that's where we're at. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly like people keep saying we need to get ready for it. But really, I mean, when you really, I mean, we're not. Well, I'm not going to say we're there yet, but I'm saying when we're a lot closer, I think, than what people realize. Yeah, we're a few pandemics away from getting there. Mm-hmm. Like. Exactly, that's exactly right, and that's and that's why um, I think it's really important, and that's why with these uh, with these projects, with these avatar projects, I know that they're that they're meant to be avatars and stuff like that. But I look at it as you gotta, especially when you're when you're making a project or a business or you know anything like that, you got to kind of look down the line, and you gotta you gotta have an idea of what's coming you know, at you or what's, uh, you know, how fast you can deal with something. And I feel like this, the, the metaverse thing, I, to be honest with you guys, I think that these 10 K projects are set up with the idea of us going into the metaverse. I don't think that they're, I, I can't speak for the creators of all these projects or, you know, anything like that, but I can say that I think the idea behind them is bigger than being our avatar on Twitter. Because a lot of them don't really have an investment in Twitter. They don't. They don't really care if it's Twitter or not. Yes, of course. Uh, you know. Yeah, everyone is looking for the next utility. So, yep. Uh, who can find it will succeed enormously. I guess. I agree. That's the same thing with like um, with airdrops. I think that airdrops are really important if you look at the utility of them and if we're able to apply them to the real world. Yep. And you know, uh, so have, have you guys thought about doing anything uh like uh in real life, I guess, IRL with your uh with your project to to kind of help get the word out eventually or to, to for the people that are buying into your project and stuff like that? Is that something that you're looking at? Yeah, we are looking at some uh local things like mm-hmm. uh should I disclose where we live <laughs> oh well i don't know you you're the one that said local not yeah, me yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay let's see let's so see europe then, yeah? yeah yeah i would say i would say europe would be a very uh yeah, very yeah, smart europe. answer at this yeah. point because i think we all Global. know you're from there yeah yeah sure <laughs> the uh, accents are very telling yeah of course yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, we can start with Europe and maybe uh, we can think something globally, maybe. Right. right. Uh, if the community wants it, of course. Yeah, of course. That makes sense. I just wonder, like, I just think it's a, it's a good idea when you get into a project like this to, to kind of look at, like I said, look at the future or whatever. And, you know, and, and I know, I know roadmaps are a big deal for people. Like I'm, for me personally, they're not always a big deal when buying into a project. Like there was a project that came out a couple of weeks ago called the cunning foxes. And 
I, I don't have any connection to them. Like they weren't on the show or anything like that. I don't have any reason to own one because it doesn't say anything about a great roadmap or plans for the future or anything like that. If anything, it says we don't have a roadmap. Um, but I like the Foxes. I, I can't lie. Like, I just like them. Like I saw them and I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll buy a couple of these. They're 0.02 or whatever. Like these are, these are worth kind of holding into my wallet just because. And, um, now I see, it's just funny. Cause like now people are starting to hit me up a little bit where they're like, Hey, where, what's going on with those Foxes? And I'm like, I don't know. I bought them at like three o'clock in the morning because they have crack pipes and heroin needles in their mouth. Like, I know it sounds crazy, but that's really how I look at it is like, I just think they're going to be a complete degen project when we look back on like apes and punks and, you know, all these, and, and even with Astro rookies, like we're going to look at Astro rookies and be like, Oh, they're cute. They're adorable. And then you look at cunning foxes and they, you know, they're, I mean, they're absolutely ridiculous. Like, I don't even know how they got, you know, how they got pushed through like that, but I grabbed some. So like roadmap to me isn't, I don't think it's always super important, but I think that there are a lot of people out there that it is very important to. I think people uh, are looking at it, uh, Avatar projects more like an investment. Right. I think. Mm -hmm. So uh, even if they like the arts, uh, there are people, of course, liking the arts, but it's only a small percentage of it. If you're doing a 10K project, actually, I think to sell out, you'll need some veils. And veils are in for investment. They don't buy it for just, I think, they like the arts. Uh, they either buy it because they like the roadmap or uh, they support something, some idea, or they do some donations that they care about. Right. Or, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Other than that, uh, they prefer the Veils buying 1-1 one, one arts uh, because they right. have the funds for it instead of uh, buy the, the, a collectible, random collectible that they just like the arts. I think that's what I observed. I'm not sure it is correct exactly. But well, I got I can I can add something to that actually. It might be a little bit counterpoint to what you're saying, but it'll add to the conversation. Um, Andy Rutz was on the show recently, uh, the last segment, and he was on and he was saying that he put up a poll and it was asking people what leads you to buy an NFT, and it and it was um, there were two answers. One was business decision, and the other one was. Um, emotional, uh, emotional, uh, emotional decision and, uh, emotional reasons. And he said, according to what he said the other day, he said that 90 per 90% of the people on the poll said that they buy because of emotional reasons. Hmm, so I, yeah, yeah so I that's what I said. That's exactly what I said. I said, well, that's interesting. I would never expect that. I believe it, but I would never expect it. Yeah, that's that's what I I think it is. Well, when I buy art as an NFT, uh, I just buy the art that I like, or I feel some emotional connection, or just I just adore it. But for all avatar projects, I personally also, uh, except for very few, I think, I just uh, think it is a good investment. That's why I invest in an avatar project because. When you see it, uh, the Avatar project, there are lots of uh, work and effort going on, but it's more of a dispersed one. I mean, right. there is a technical aspect, there is the contract, and there are some utilities, and there are lots of work to generate the art, and there are lots of business critical decisions as well, uh, and lots of uh, marketing strategies, extra. Oh, I, so yep. uh, that's well, what's going on with well, doing a 10K Avatar project, but the arts is 
of course, it's nice and some are much more high effort than the others. But if you compare it to a 1-1 one, one art, uh, there are an enormous amount of uh, work or effort going on there. And it carries uh, something uh, from the artist. I mean, the, the vision of the artist. She, right. uh, the artist just, you know, uh, creates that art uh, because she she doesn't have anything in mind like business related or project related she just, uh, the, the artist just uh creates uh, and uh his her vision so i think that's that's what differs that's why you connect to the arts more emotionally but mm -hmm. to the other projects you more connect uh with an investment basis or for some future utilities and entertainment i guess i mean that's how i see it I, it might not be true, but that's how I see it. I no, that makes that. sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I feel like we're going to say hand in hand. Um, I like this whole conversation reminded me of uh, the um, one episode in Mad Men. I don't know if you guys watched Mad Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I like Mad Men. The, mm -hmm. um, the second season, uh, there was a moment where the uh, head of the um, ad agency bought a Rothko and mm -hmm. put it on his wall. And Rothko, as most of the most people know, is a very emotional guy trying to prove people of, you know, like he's trying to change the minds of very um, materialistic people in New York, but fails right. to. And then he's now uh, on a wall of a very um, successful. Right. The exact agent. guy that he. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I feel like it depends, like the, the purpose of the art sometimes, not always but sometimes changes with the buyer. If that makes I could, sense. I could see that also. Yeah. I think that that's, I think, I think that that, I mean, I can't speak for it. I wasn't around when I, I, I jumped in probably like a couple weeks after board apes, which is like my biggest kick in the pants of all this of that. I hate of like my entire situation of NFTs is that if I had just gotten in like two weeks earlier, I would have bought a board ape just to, just to buy one, you know, and I would have had one. And, you know, now they've gone up and whatever, and, and that's nice. But I think that they start to trade hands from the original buyers so much that at some point you have to start to wonder, um, like I've noticed that some people will reach out to celebrities or whatever and say, hey, so-and-so, you should have a, a this or a that or whatever. Um, and I know that with like Bulls on the Block, they, they did that with uh, recently with Floyd Mayweather. Now the thing with Floyd Mayweather is like he's a very popular guy. He's a very popular person. Like he's he's liked by the people that like him. But he has a lot of stuff in his past and stuff like that that really isn't all that uh all that great. Like it's not all that good. Like he's done some some things that he's been accused of and and um and all that kind of stuff. And and so if I'm a Bulls on the block owner and if I and if I see that they're working that closely with Floyd Mayweather then that could also make me say, I don't, I don't want to be a ball on the block anymore. I think that that's a very real conversation. And I think we're going to start having that conversation more. Cause like I saw even the other day that somebody was talking about, they were trying to get like a certain rapper to, to promote something. And I was like, I don't, Oh, I know exactly. Now that I'm saying that I know exactly who it was. I'm not going to say who it was because I don't feel like getting into that, but I'll say that because <laughs> like I said, I do a hip hop, uh, pop culture NFT show. So if I, yeah. if I say something like that, then I got to stand behind it and I don't feel like standing behind it during this. Right. So right. all I'll say is, is that there's a rapper out there that somebody was like, we need to get so-and-so involved with this project. And I was like, if you get that person involved with this project, I'm selling all my shit. Like I'm out of the project. 
And, um, and I mean, I didn't tell anybody that cause nobody cares. I only have one or two, like nobody's going to care about me dipping you know, on the project or not, but I would assume that there's other people that po- probably have a very similar mindset to me about this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, th- this is, this change. is going on. Uh, this is a huge problem. Who are you working with and current, current media, actually mm-hmm. not NFT media, but the mainstream media, it yep. can change. Uh, entire success of a project so right. it has just the oppo- opposite effect uh, like the effect you say we see yep. on the mainstream media but i don't think we see this in an ft i i've seen some projects that are i, I i'm not gonna say what it is but it was so sexist it was incredible i couldn't believe my eyes yeah i so- mean I be- I believe you like, and that's, and that's what I say. Like I said, like with the foxes that I got, like they have, you know, they, they have drug references, like they're, they're not clean at all. Like they're, I, I look at them as like for more of like a mature audience or whatever. And they might offend some people, especially if you've had some, some drug problems in the past and stuff like that. I could see somebody looking at them and be like, oh, that's completely insensitive. Um, but that's, that also goes into that thing that we were just talking about of, of like, you know, I guess beauty is in the eye of the beholder or whatever, you know, like for what people like it for, we can't really determine that. But if it makes you feel a certain way, then that's enough. Then that's enough in itself for at least you to be able to step away from it. You know what I mean? Like that's a project that, that if you feel off put by, um, you're not going to go out and buy two or three of them or tell people to get into them. You're just going to ignore them basically. You know what I mean? And that's, I think that's something that a project like that would kind of have to deal with. Um, I'm not sure the project that you're talking about, but. Yeah, it was just uh, <laughs> the project was just so blatantly sexist. I mean, hmm. I don't want to talk about it. No, that's fine. I'm kind of interested. Like, yeah, it was like um, how can I say that the it just it, uh, it wasn't the too short project, was it? it it's it's it, it's it was a project about women, but they just uh, people who buy it go into uh, just uh, get access to a gentleman's club. It was like mm. they built their own harems or something. Like Interesting. Well, that's <laughs> it's just, it's so sexy. It's like, incredible. I believe. I mean, <laughs> I believe it. I you, you got to understand. As the host, I can only ask. Like, I can only ask what I what I can ask. You know what I mean? Like, if I don't know, if I don't know exactly what you're talking about, like, I gotta, I gotta kind of figure out how I feel about it. Because we've talked about before on this show where. Um, and again, I'm not trying to be sexist here, but I mean, the, you know, strip clubs are a thing, and we've talked about it before on this show where I had the, <clears throat> excuse me. I had the um, the BYO pills guys on, and I don't know if you guys saw those or not, but those are uh, pills yeah, yeah. that I think I like those a lot. And those are something that like when I first saw them, I felt kind of conflicted on because I actually have a personal thing where I'm very against like pharmaceutical uh, abuse, like pushing pills, like all that kind of stuff. I'm, I, I really, I'm, I, I don't talk about it on the show. Mm-hmm. I don't make it part of like my normal personality or whatever and something that I bring up with people, but it's just how I feel. It's just, you know, so like when I saw them, I was like, I don't know if this is the best thing to push as an NFT. But then I looked into it and I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. I get it. Like, this isn't as bad. You know, it it is what it is. Like, not everybody's going to like pills. Not everybody's going to like drugs or, you know, whatever else. Um, But these are kind of cool. And I was saying to them when they were on the show, I was telling Danny, um, one of the guys on the team, I said, Danny, we got to go and pop some pills and go out to the strip club in the metaverse. (laughs) And Danny was like, let's go, man. Like, let's do this. Now, if somebody heard that, they could be like, this guy's a sexist monster. What is he talking about? You just want to say there's so many things that we can do in the metaverse and you just want to go and pop pills and and go see digital uh, strippers. 
I don't know, man. It sounds fun to me. Like that sounds fun. So like, I can't, I can't criticize the project that you're talking about because I do think that there is a market for like, if there was a way to be able to do like a strip club or something like that type of NFT or something, I think that's going to get done. And if that's like what you're talking about, I could see that getting done. But I think that there's also a difference between where we promote these things and where we hold them on different platforms. So like with the, with the long neckies, like if I'm, if I'm, you know, if I'm into the long neckies and I'm doing all that kind of stuff, like, I think that if you have a timeline that is promoting or talking about or any of that with NFTs in any way, I think it's a good idea to have like an adult, uh, Twitter page as well, if that's the case for, if that's the type of project that you're looking to talk about as well. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I, I definitely see what you mean. And I, Mm -hmm. um, the community is a very specific type of community and I feel like most avatars are, um, you know, people pick, uh, certain avatars over others. Like, um, there was a guy called Ramin, I think I, and I love his, um, NFTs. He has a collection of legends, with, you know, a guy with a mustache, it's, it's 3d, whatever. And I love his stuff, but I feel like it doesn't get the attention that it deserves because I see yep. it as a designer and not a, a, as a part, right. Right. Completely as a part of the NFT community, uh, so to speak. How was I going to say? Um, so yeah, so this whole uh, community will get its own reality, reality check over time. I feel like right. I, I, I do somewhat agree with you. Definitely. Yeah. I just think that there's like, I think that there's different. Um, I guess my thing is, is like, with being, you know, with being part of like hip hop culture, rapping, like all that kind of stuff. Like I am very cautious of like what's censorship, what's too much censorship, what's uh, you know, that kind of stuff. And this isn't going, I know it's like a hot topic over the last, especially it seems like four or five years or whatever, but I'm talking about even going back to like the late nineties and NWA and, and all that kind of stuff. Like, I feel like there needs to be a way that we can express ourselves as artists or creatives or whatever. And then there also needs to be somebody that's on the other side to kind of check that a little bit when things get out of hand, but then there should also maybe be an outlet for that. Yeah. But don't you also think that thought contradicts with the fact of being an artist? Um, how so? Well, I mean, it's a self, it's, it's a way of self-expressing, right? And yeah. uh, in the, in sort of like in the tr- traditional art world, um, people don't really, I mean, without hurting people, of course, but they, yeah. um, go about their way to explain or reflect an emotion, an idea, a state of mind, etc. So, yeah. uh, and the NFT platform right now is very digital. It's very like, um, gamer culture based, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it is art. Right. So that's what I'm trying to say, I guess. I think there needs to be, I think when it really comes down to it, I think my biggest thing is, is equal representation. Mm -hmm. And, and that goes for men, women, uh, people of color, uh, you know, whoever, whoever in this space that feels like they, they, they want to be in the space. I think it's very important to make them feel included as long as they're not hurting anybody or looking to hurt somebody like what you're saying. I think. Right. Of course. And that's where my thing draws the line is like, we, we might all have like different lines as to, you know, how, 
how uh, offensive something can be or, you know, what's art or what's not. It's all subjective. Um, but I feel like my biggest thing is, is like, as long as it's not hurting somebody, then, then I understand, you know, then I'm okay with it. And like I was saying, um, about the, the NFT that just came now, again, I don't know if this is the, the, the NFT that we're even talking about, but I know there's a rapper named too short that came out with a, um, with an NFT, uh, I believe and yesterday or today. And too short is a very, hmm uh express expressive rapper um from from the united states and he is he is very he can be offensive he can he can step over the line he uh he was a pimp he was an actual an actual pimp uh when he was when he was growing up from what i understand um it's not something he just did for music or whatever then he does his music around that and then i think that they put out nfts based off of uh two shorts original um, work like his, his first, uh, his, like one of his first biggest hits. I didn't see what the NFT is. So I can't say if it's, if it's uh, too much or if it's not, or like, I can't make that call because all I saw was a, was a clip basically of what it was. But I'll be honest as a, as a music fan and as like a rap fan and a hip hop fan, I didn't look at it as misogynistic. I just looked at it as too short being too short. Now, maybe that's part of the problem with, with, with music or the hip hop culture or whatever, but like, that's just the way I see it. Like I, I can't like as a, as a fan of the music and as a fan of the, the culture and the art and all that stuff, I see that. And I'm, and I get excited about something like that because it means that these, these rappers and artists that have been around for 25, you know, 20, 25, 30 years, they have a chance to kind of relaunch some of the stuff that they had worked on before. But now the problem is, is that they're relaunching it into a new climate. So we don't know what that new climate is going to, is going to entail. Like, we don't know how people are going to accept that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, everything is, everything is very new and uh, always there's something unexpected happens in this space. I mean, for instance, before, uh, like up until sometime, actually, like, I think until two months ago, but two months feel like uh, two years in NFT space. Oh my god! You're, right. <laughs> You're so correct. It's, it's, you know, it's even worse. And I was t- I was explaining this to my girlfriend earlier today because I was saying there's people that I tell things to about the space, and I, I try to explain to them something where I'm like, "Yeah, a board ape sold for 0.08, and now the floor on them is like seven Ethereum or whatever." And they're like, "Oh, really? That's crazy." And I'm like, "Yeah, it is." And then I'll talk to that same person like two days later. And they'll be like, so wait, how much did those uh, those apes sell for? And I'll, I'll say 0.08. And then they'll go, and what's the floor on them now? About seven and a half. Wow. And they sold for 0.08. That's crazy. 0.08? That's how much they sold for? Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yep. crazy things uh, happened that, yesterday that, for punks also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With yeah. the floor sweep with the punks, the same thing. Yeah, and that's, and that's, what was that? <laughs> something, yeah. Well, I guess uh, it was a, it was a, um, it was like an investing firm or something like that. I actually just saw something about it on my timeline a little mm-hmm. while ago, where they 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 figured out who uh, who it was, and um, and it looks like it was like an investing firm that bought these things up. Ah, okay. So, um, but that's big money, you know. That's that's a uh, that's 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 what we're waiting for because eventually what's going to happen is they're going to come in and buy up that floor then they're going to come in and buy up the eight floor then they're going to buy up the um you know whatever it's going to keep going down and that's that's how we get more and more money into the space and i think that's important for everybody especially for the artists 
Yeah, it's actually, uh, we haven't seen, as people say, and I believe in it, we haven't seen the the bull run for 1-1 art yet. People are so focused on collectibles at the moment. Right. They're not focused on 1-1 art yet. I agree with that. I think that, well, I also, and I also feel like with that, um, when people say that, and I'm not saying that it's not, it's not correct, but I, and this is a, a thing that I've talked about before on the show where I feel like these 10 K projects. So five years ago, we had a podcast called the blind box where we would talk to people, just different, different digital artists and stuff like that and physical artists and stuff and musicians and whatever. And one of the hot topics at that time that we had on the show was, um, Funko pops. Do you guys, uh, do you guys, are you guys familiar with Funko pops? Do you guys yeah, collect those at all? It's like collectibles in, uh, big hats and small bodies. Like. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. so the way I look at it is, is when Funko pops first came out around that time, like, uh, when they started to get popular, uh, people would come on the show and they would go, um, well, at least it's like, it's real art. It's not like that Funko shit. And I'd go, well, that's fair. But, uh, I don't know. They, I mean, Funko's like, they, they're like, I don't love them, but like they take some kind of art to, to pull off. Like there's some kind of creative, uh, direction there and, and stuff like that. And I go, yeah, but they're just cheap. They're cheap plastic. You know, they're this or that. They're not, they're not good. You know, that kind of stuff. And a lot of the times the people that would say that were the people that were collectors of, you know, the more custom art and stuff like that. They would say the Funko suck. You know, you don't want to waste your money on those. You want to buy real art. And then people would still go out and buy Funkos and people would, people would get upset. And the way I would look at it is um, the Funko Pops are basically the 10Ks of right now. Um, the, it's the same exact process. It's a, it's a mass production process. It's, it's done with real art. In my opinion, I feel like the art is good. I feel like, um, and, and like I said, with these, like the art is very solid. Like this is something that if I saw and it wasn't a 10,000 and, and, and it was just a one of one of the avatar or whatever, then I, I could possibly see myself buying that piece. And, and if it was in high quality and, you know, frame it and all that kind of stuff, like I, I could see that. And I think that that's a really important part of these avatar projects is like, they have to have really strong art regardless. And I think that there's some one of one stuff that's really good and, and, and it's, and it's, it should obviously be bought and held and, you know, and resold for high value and stuff. And then I think there's also some one of one stuff that like, yeah, it's cool. And I, and I like it. And um, I think that it's, it's good to add value to the scene, but I think that these 10 K's are important because basically what you guys are doing is you're bringing, another possible 10,000 people into the scene. I mean, even if it starts off where only there's 2000 holders and, and you guys sell out or 3000 holders and you guys sell out eventually, like the way that we always say, the space is small. It's just starting out. We're new. We're early. Um, people are going to come in and want to buy more and more art and more, more and more avatars. So I think that there's a lot of space for both of them. I think there's space for the avatar projects that are really good and, and really strong, especially visually. And then I think there's also um, a lot of space for like the one of ones. I'll agree though, that I don't, I don't see people buying as much one of ones right now. And I think that people are going to be kicking themselves for not doing that um, from like an investor standpoint, but this is not financial advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, fractional art is a thing now and oh, uh, I know. Uh, and in in the NFT space also, I think uh there's some new let me check. Uh that's, fraction. that's a groundbreaking stuff. Yeah, you can fraction you can uh cut your one one to 10,000 piece and sell it so right. it's 
yeah, it becomes a collectible. Yeah, that's crazy. basically, yeah, that's crazy. That's uh, I'm interested to see how that's going to work moving forward and who who can benefit off of that the most. Because I don't know, I don't know exactly how I benefit off of that in terms of. I mean, I'm sure I. I'm sure there's a way. You're saying you basically just buy a one of one piece and then you just make ten thousand of them available for 0.08 or something like that. Yeah, and also you can uh, fraction. You can have you can buy the fraction of CryptoPunk, I guess. Right. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm, and that's what I'm wondering. So then they buy a fraction of it and then they're able to use it. What happens if somebody wanted to? Like, what happens if the person that has it up for for being fractionalized? What if they wanted to take it off and they and they wanted to sell it or something like that? Do uh, people get a percentage off of what they put in. I guess uh, he or she have to uh, buy all the fractions to himself. Wow! And then and he then can sell. sell. Yeah, I I guess <laughs> uh, I guess that's how it works. That could get that could that could get tricky. Put yourself into a fun game that way, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're playing Carmen San Diego. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, you guys had mentioned that there's uh, that there's ten thousand of these, right? Yeah, the Astro rookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, they're available right now. And available. how much are they to mint? Uh, point zero uh, five Ethereum. 0.05 Ethereum a piece. That's a, that's, I think that that's the other, I think that's like the most important thing that we're dealing with right now is I think that the prices of these things have to come down a little bit off of the 0.08, but I don't know. Who am I? Because they keep selling out, you know, so who, who am I to Yeah, uh, we think that that is a sweet spot for our project, so. There was a lot of debate. Was there? <laughs> so, so it sounds like about two out of the four of you feel that this is the sweet spot? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I'll I'll say that one, the two of you thought that maybe 0.08 was better, and I'll think the two of you thought that maybe 0.02 was better, and that now we hit the sweet spot of 0.05. Yeah, there was a lot of yeah. anonymous discussions. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. At, I'm good at this stuff, guys. I'm good at this stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Though yeah. I mean, every point one uh, means uh, hundred Ethereum's and sellout. So. It's a, it's a big, it's big money. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to give it away. That's for sure. Well, I don't know. I mean, people are giving them away now, and that seems to be working yeah. for them. It's yeah. crazy, man. The models for these things change every. Like, if you're into anything from marketing to, to promotion to um, any kind of project management or anything like that, like this, this real or stocks or gambling or any of that, like. I, like the other day, I bought a Wicked Cranium for 0.4, and I'm thinking that I'm good because the floor has gone up. It's established at a, at a spot being gone up. They just announced the airdrops, and the airdrops are about to be available. So I'm thinking it's going to go up at least like 0.1 or something like that. Like I'm thinking, you know, it's going to go up off of the hype. And then sure enough, it, it drops down to like 0.25 right after I bought one. And I'm like, what the hell? Like how does it, I feel like these things are directly linked to my wallet sometimes, like these up and downs. Like as soon as, as soon as I get something in my wallet, they're just like, oh, pull the floor. Don't, like, don't worry, we got it. We got somebody who actually needs some money in here. He's not a whale. He's a guy who actually needs some money. Uh, just pull that shit out. Yeah, wicked craniums are dope as fuck. Uh, I love I, them. Uh, yeah, I had two. Uh, I gave, gave away one. Yep. And for. Uh, promotion for the rookies so yep uh when i started 
giveaway. Uh, its floor was point fifteen, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then and it jumped I've, up to point three. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking uh, at them. I was going to buy them at point one five, and I told my one of my buddies. I said, "Hey, just to let you know, there's these things called wicked craniums, and just I just want you to." Just note this in your brain, what I'm saying right now. I said, uh, we should buy a couple of those because they're going to be going up. And he's like, oh, all right, okay. And then a week later, I go to look at them and they're 0.3. And I took a screenshot and I sent it to him. I said, see? Fucking yeah. And yeah. then I buy one at 0.4 and they plummet back down to 0.25 or whatever. And I'm like, great. But they have the uh, the Pop Wonder piece coming for uh, for people that are holders of the horse and the uh, and the stallion. Or I mean the stallion and the, the cranium. Yeah. Um, you get at least one pop wonder piece, uh, depending on how many craniums you hold. Yeah. And that's yeah. good enough for me. I, I guess, uh, you also need to have one pop, uh, pop piece. Oh, really? I thought it was just, yeah, um, I guess I thought it was well, just the sure. horse and, sure. uh, and the thing. Oh uh, no, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I, you don't want to get blamed for <laughs> flooding yeah, the yeah, project. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, oh yeah. my God. These guys are savages. Yeah. Um, I love no, craniums. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I say, he said, uh, let me say it yeah. again. Let me say it yeah, one more yeah. time. I love them. Um, yeah, yeah. I forgot, uh, one listed at 0.25. So it's, it, it is gone. So I, I don't own any, <laughs> any of them. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, oh, yeah that man. sucks. You're going to have to buy back in. Well, yeah, I, yeah, like sure. I said, I think they're kind of cheap right now in comparison. And I think they're going to be going back up. It says, um, oh, yeah, it's, it's one cranium and one stallion equals one pair. Mm, okay. Okay. So it just says while it's okay, to have at least one cranium and one stat. No, no, it's okay. But I'm just saying, like, that would have been the news that, that if I knew that, then I go, okay, well, that's why everybody sold. Okay, you know okay. what I mean? Then it starts to make a little bit more sense to me. But yeah. um, but according to this, it says wallets that have one to two pairs will receive piece A. Wallets that have three to 10 pairs will receive piece B. 11 to 30 pairs, uh, piece C. 31 to 100 pairs, uh, piece D. And then 100 plus pairs will receive piece E. So it looks like um, Pop Wonder is doing uh, five different pieces then hmm. um, that are available for holders. So you got to get at least one before before they do the snapshot of the lot. Yeah. Yep. So I got. I actually have to mint my horse. I went to go mint it earlier. They wanted to give. They wanted to charge me twenty bucks for uh, for gas. Yeah, I guess it's crazy uh, after Animatas drop. Yeah, I don't. I don't even want to deal with it. So. So it looks like I'll be minting my uh, my horse at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be huddled up in the kitchen yeah. over my phone, and my girlfriend will come in and look at me and go, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah, I'm, I'm just minting a horse. Don't yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just minting. A, yeah, I'm just minting a horse. That's exactly it. And and then she's gonna think I said something else, and then uh, and then it's really gonna be a problem. Um, yeah, she uh, she's she's been good about it though. I'm sure you guys have been getting a lot of looks from your uh, your loved ones and significant it's others hard and to stuff explain. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely hard to yep. explain. Yeah, we had our we had our first kind of breakdown over it yesterday, where I had to explain to her like I'm like, look, I know it's a pain. Like I understand, I get that it's a pain. Like I'm I'm looking at my phone like 10 hours or 11 hours of the day or whatever. Like I have the show that I'm doing because that's the other thing is I have the show that I'm doing plus I have the market to learn. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I'm trying to learn the market. I'm trying to learn the artists. I'm trying. And then I have people that'll pop up and they'll be like, join our discord. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like how many of me do you think there are? Like I, 
Discord. I'm like, I can't. Yeah, join our Discord. Why not? I will. I'll join <laughs> your guys' Discord. No, I'm, I, I mean, I'm down, but just don't expect when I – because, like, I feel bad because I have projects on here and they'll be like, join the Discord. And I'm like, all right, no problem. And then I join and then I won't really say anything. And then I'll pop up, like, you know, once every couple of weeks and I'll be like, hey, what's going on, guys? I see you guys are kicking ass lately, you know, or like, hey, I, you know, uh, good work with the project or something. And they're like, oh, hey, what's going on, man? You should come around more. And I'm like yeah. – <laughs> I know I'm a big jerk and I don't want to be a big jerk. So that's why I don't even bother stopping in to say hi, to be honest, because yeah. I don't want to be that guy. You know what I mean? But like, I can't, like, it's, it's really hard. I, I and I, I don't, your anxiety. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I feel Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank but you. Because going, that's exactly how I feel. Discord. It's, it's a really good place. <laughs> well, I will, well, I will join yours. Like I said, but okay. uh, just don't expect me to contribute a whole lot. Yeah, but at sure, the same time, sure. I won't do anything bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. at least I'm not going to be in there trolling your discord. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, sure. I won't fund the project. I won't yeah, troll can, the discord. You can troll it too. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what the other, you know what the other problem is though, is that like, I have this weird balance that I have to walk where people could say like well just do what you're do what you want to do man like if you want to support something support it if you want to go into a discord go into a discord you can say that all you want when you're when when like you don't have any responsibility to be like a voice in this scene right now like i am like i mean i'm not saying i'm an influencer i'm not saying that i'm you know that that I, i'm end all be all of decisions or anything like that but when i go into a discord and if it's a new project they're not going to art chick me. Like, they're not going to be like, hey, what's going on, man? Hey, let me send you five of these. And like, they're not going to do all that stuff. But, but I know for a fact that the people who do that project, when they see that, you know, they've, they've kind of, I think, come familiar with my name from having different projects on from, you know, it's a small community. Like it just is like when, when somebody retweets one of my shows or whatever, it's probably going to hit their timeline at some point. Like that's, and, and that's the whole point of it. I'm okay with that, but it just bothers me because a little bit, because I don't want them, like I go in there and I feel like when I go into a discord, if I, if, if like they haven't approached me first, or if they haven't vetted me a little bit to be like, Hey, come into our discord or, Hey, I want to be on your show. Or if I just go into the discord, they're like, Oh, we already got him on lock. <laughs> like we don't even have to worry about him. Like let's, <laughs> let's go and send 10 more over to our chick and, uh, and don't even worry about him. And, and I'm like, wait a second, guys, I don't have, sh I have gotten nothing from you, from, from you, from <laughs> anybody like what the hell. And uh, not you guys, obviously I'm just saying in general. And then, and so that's why I look at it like that is cause like, I would like to join. I'm, I'm an artist fan. Like I am a fan of artists. I'm a fan of art and I am a huge, um, art advocate. Like that's what I've, that's what I like. I really like to try to break artists and get them hype and, you know, and stuff like that. I, I think that they deserve it. Um, but that doesn't mean like, I, I feel like at some point I almost have to put like a, like a stopper on that for myself, because if I did it to every project that I really liked, or if I entered every giveaway that I wanted to enter that I saw and stuff like that, my timeline would hate me. Yeah. And they'd be like, you don't even care about doing this show. You're just trying to win giveaways. Yeah. There are some people just, uh trying their luck in giveaways and this is all they do so uh it differs from uh how can i say that uh their timeline is irrelevant <laughs> i guess it is well oh, it, it's what yeah yeah their uh posts are ir irrelevant so you oh mm -hmm. you you just solve some giveaways and mm -hmm. uh, maybe you you like some and 
go into you it. Mean but people who use their profiles for giveaways or people who yeah, yeah, people use their profiles right. for just giveaways. Mm-hmm. So like when you scan their profile, it'll have like you know. Yeah, I I actually saw something like this the other day, and it was like a race. This was so stupid. It was a racetrack thing where the guy does all racetrack updates, all racetrack updates except for NFT giveaways. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, what? It, like, you're not even doing anything for your product, or like, you're not even like, it's not even like you're doing Zed Horse giveaways or whatever. Like, you're entering giveaways for these projects that have nothing to do with the people on your timeline. Go and start an NFT account or something like that. Yeah, it almost feels like a spam profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's exactly it. And then, and to be honest with you, what I don't like about it is that that then makes it harder for people that are in the scene genuinely that are trying to actually, you know, if you're trying to enter a giveaway to win something, go for it. I mean, that's how I got into the scene was I won the, <laughs> I won the super Yeti giveaway. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll look you. <laughs> so you guys can blame the Yetis for, by the way, you guys can blame the Yetis for all this shit. Anything yeah. that you, anything you don't like me saying on this show, or you don't, you don't like me blame including me. anything. Blame the Yetis, man, because I wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for them. Um, no, I mean, I was planning on doing – I was doing NFT artists anyways at the time where I would talk to I, – I had already had a segment I think at that time with Coldy, um, with Spotty Wi-Fi, with Freehand Profit, Lurk Loves You. Like I've – I like I said, I interview artists and that's what I like to do is, is talk to creative people and artists. Um, the 10K thing happened because I won the giveaway from the Yetis because I just happened to enter a giveaway. And I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll win an NFT that's worth a thousand dollars. And, um, I won a Yeti that, uh, yeah. And, um, and that I, I realized like I joined the discord and then I started to realize kind of like what discord really was and like how it works and all that stuff. And so I started to learn from that manifesting in this energy right now. And then, uh, and then I, uh, and then I went, when I went into the, don't manifest this energy. Cause then when I went into the, <laughs> the discord, I saw them, I saw them trying to like dig themselves out of holes over and over again. And I was like, Hey guys, um, would you like to be on the show for a segment? And they were like, yeah, sure. And I was like, okay. And then like an hour later, I see everybody basically saying like, Oh, this project is, is, is in the dumps. It's not going to work. It's they're guaranteeing everything, but but we can't even get answers from them. They don't speak English. It was this big, big thing. It was, everybody was up in arms. And I said to him, Hey guys, instead of recording next week, uh, do you just want to record tomorrow? And I'll put the segment up so that that way you can, you can at least have people here, um, you know, that you're, that you're genuine about this, if that's the case. Oh yeah, we would love that. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Okay, so we did the segment, and then after the segment, um, everybody hit me up. Uh, all the Yeti people would hit me up. You know, all the all the, the the buyers and stuff, and they'd be like, "Great segment, man. We loved it." Like blah blah blah. And that's when I realized, like, oh, there's a there's a market for this. Like, there's people want to hear from these projects. You know what I mean? So that's where I kind of started to get more into the 10ks and and stuff like that. Before that, I was I was buying stuff over on Hickatunk. I was just I was just supporting my artists that are like my, my friends that are artists. You know what I mean? I didn't have Ethereum like that to be able to throw around on OpenSea or anything else, Rarible or any of that stuff. Yeah. It's, it must've been an amazing day to get such a positive feedback 
Crazy. From what? From uh, the Yeti people. Oh, yeah. not from the Yeti people, from the fans. The oh, Yeti the people fans. pretended like yeah. I didn't even exist after that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. A bunch of jerks. <laughs> um, no, but the uh, the fans, no, it, it really did, to be honest with you. And that's one thing that I realized, like, oh, these these NFT, uh, like the people in the NFT community, quote unquote, because I'm very cautious of using the word community. Um, that's just how I was raised, kind of. Um, but uh the, the, I, I noticed that the people in the NFT community are very, uh, very tight knit, very appreciative of um, of what I'm doing. Like ever since then, especially in the last, I'd say, week or two, uh, even I've gotten a lot of really positive messages from people that um, are very in the lane of like, like we need you here. Like what you're doing is very important. That's amazing. Like, um, you know that you're a voice for for NFTs now at this point, and I'm like, well, shit. If that's the case, you guys are stuck with me. Yeah, such a great so, purpose to have, really. Yeah, I, I'm very grateful, and I'm very grateful the connections that I made. I can't say it enough. I, I've said it before on the show. I'm not a young guy. I'm, a, I'm, you know, I'm a little bit older and whatnot. So I've been through some stuff in my life where we are old I've, too. Yeah, <laughs> it's seasoned, old are you? seasoned, right? Um, I am. Uh, I'm pushing forty. Okay. We, we so, are pushing too. <laughs> yeah, we're all pushing yeah, together. That's yeah, what I mean. We're all, we're all pushing together. <laughs> so, so that's what I tell people is like I say, look, I've I've been through some stuff. I've had some some health stuff before. I've had some legal stuff before. I've had enough stuff in my life go on where um, I appreciate the people that I have in my life. Like I appreciate the connections I make and stuff like that. Whether it's with a 10k project like yourself, because I don't look at you guys as a 10k, and the fact that you're thank you, you know, you're four individual people that are putting putting in the work. You know what I mean? So I would hope that, you know, after this, if you guys don't follow me on Twitter uh, individually or whatever, or if I'm not following you or whatever, feel free to hit me up. Um, if you guys ever want to talk about anything, um, vacancy, if you ever have anything that you want to say, you can, you can say something because you've been quiet, just, but I'm we can talk. I'm just, I'm just enjoying the show. I'm just I know, enjoying I'm just, the show. I'm just kidding, man. I figured, I figured it's been about an hour and we haven't I'm heard here. anything I'm from here. you. So I figured this was the perfect time to get something out of you. Um, yeah, I, no, I was but, curious as well. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. I understand. So, so that's where I'm saying, like, honestly, guys, like I look at, uh, you know, I look at you guys as individuals or whatever. So some of us might get along really well and we might, and you know, we might have a great relationship after this show. And some of us might, and to be honest, we might not talk ever again. Like that's just, I've done the show long enough with the other show that I've, I know how these things go, but I will say this, I am more than open to, to maintain those, uh, those connections with all you guys. Um, I, I appreciate all the work that you put in for these projects, whether people look at them as a Funko project, whether people look at them as a designer art project. Um, the fact is, is you still put in the effort to, to do it. You know what I mean? And I think that that's a huge part right now with where we're trying to move forward to. Um, we need people that are participating. Yeah. Thank you for your kind words. You know? yeah, yeah, thank you. It feels yeah. great to have someone who can, we, who we can ask insights about, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anything, like I said, man, anything you guys need, um, you know, if I can help out or whatever, I'm around, um, you know, uh, I'm not, now I'm not going to lie. If I get too involved, I might expect a little bit of uh, a little bit of moolah, but I'm just saying, if you ever need some, <laughs> you ever need some regular opinions, you ever need some help or whatever, you let me know. Um, you know, I, I really do. I wish you uh, success with the, with the project and the launch. I know that you guys just launched. Um, I, you know, not everything has to sell out in a day. Um, and I think that a, a major part of it is, is just putting in, it's not about the sellout. It's about the, the groundwork that you're putting in afterwards. And as long as you're putting that in, I think that, I think that the other numbers are going to start to come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, 
We are hoping. So, we're hoping so. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead and let the people know one more time where they can uh, where they can get Astro Rookies at. And yeah, uh, if they our, want to follow you guys or any of that stuff, if you guys want to put out any other information about projects, you have anything going on, now would be the time to do that. Okay. Uh, our website is AstroRookies.com. Uh, our Twitter handle is AstroRookies. Uh, I, I think that's all that's And the minting page. Minting is com. Yeah. And, and you can go there from the website, of course. Yeah. You can also come to join the Discord so we can discuss for film. Join the Discord. Yes, of course, everybody. Join, <laughs> yeah. the, Discord. Join the Discord. <laughs> One thing that I would recommend that you guys do for the Discord, I don't know if you guys do this or not, but I just saw that there was another project the other day that did this, and I thought it was really cool. Um, it's a little bit, I guess it's a little bit too late to do it now because of the minting, but maybe you can still try to figure out a way to do something like this with the project where they basically, um, they took a screenshot of who was in the discord before minting and they they dropped everybody something for for being in the discord i think they all got like a free it might have been animitas but i'm not sure it was animitas yeah, yeah. was they, it yeah, yeah yeah they 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 were supposed to enter a private sale for uh animankeys yeah that's that was the early adapter thing mm-hmm. and there is something wrong with the minting but they've actually compensated it pretty well and still early adapters were still rewarded that's great um yeah i thought yeah. that i i honestly think if you want I, now i'm not going to say me right now i'm going to join your discord so don't worry about that but what i'm saying is <laughs> um you. i do i do feel like as collectors we're starting to hit a point where there's so many projects that are that are that are coming out that I think to just assume that people are going to join your discord at this point is like you're you know again not you guys I'm saying the the projects I think that for them to assume that it's like we only have so many spots that we can take up in our discord and all that right. stuff before our phone starts lagging and all that kind of stuff and blah 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 so I think that part of it's going to end up being like how bad do you want people in your discord like how much are you willing to reward the early supporters of your project and stuff like that so if before launch if there's 500 people in the discord and all 500 people don't know it but they all get you know, one of your project or whatever, that's going to keep 500 people there for sure for the next however long. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We already have a, a early adopters channel. Uh, yep. yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's a private channel uh, for staff and uh, early adopters, basically. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Do they get do they get bonuses in the early adapter uh, channel? Yeah, for future uh, airdrops, future and stuff. utility and stuff. Yeah, yeah, pure, yeah. yeah I like that. Yep, I like that. But that's like I said. I think that we're getting to the point now where if people want to, if if the the projects want people to join the Discord, I think that we have to. Um, I think that there has to be like an incentive there right up for the people. And I'm not saying it for you guys. Like I'm not. Uh, that's not me saying like you guys better get on your get yeah, on your P's yeah, sure. and Q's. I'm saying it like. If these if these projects want to be able to keep kind of stri- like thriving and and keep surviving out here, I really think that people are going to start getting really sick of joining discords really fast because there's so many. You know, yeah, it's, it's, there's yeah. so it's like many. Everything is going through Discord for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it's how it happens. I guess because it's an easy platform. But yeah, you're right. That's how it happens. That's what happens is people run off of industry standards. So if they're like, well, if you have a project, where's your Discord? Where's your roadmap? Where's your? There's like certain things that you have to have. And if you don't have yeah. those things, then you don't really have a project. And according to, you know, according to people. So that's where I look at it like... um, 
I think the discord thing is like, I, I really, I really want to be able to join discords and support, but it's, it would be a lot easier for me to, to do that. If, you know, if I felt like there was some kind of early reward that, that, you know, that I was getting and I was like, oh, I didn't even know that I was going to get something for that. Oh, I should have been in that discord earlier. And then maybe people will start joining them earlier or something like that. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Just you're right. I mean, people will, I mean, people are starting to be more selective about it. Definitely. Yeah. Cause I, cause I, <clears throat> one thing about that I say you're on the show or whatever is I think you have to value what you bring to the table. You have to value your position and stuff like that. And I think a lot of people they value themselves um, or they value the collecting and they value, they value the collections and stuff like that, but they don't really value themselves as collectors. And I think that when you look at like the bigger collectors in the, in the Ethereum space, those people are whales and those people are always going to be looked at as people are always going to respect those guys or whatever. And they're always going to love themselves. Yeah, they're guides, they're, they're pump- exactly. They're pumping so much money in that, you know, for them, like it's, you know, they're, they're, Hands they're going to love themselves. Mm-hmm. But, but then when you look at the other side of it, it's like, there's still small collectors. Like if you buy one of a project, that doesn't mean that you can go inside the discord and boss people around and threaten people and say, I want my information now and act like a big baby and blah, blah, blah. But what it means is, is that you do have a right to be there as part of the project. You have a right to, be able to have your opinion um, heard and stuff like that. And if somebody doesn't want to value your opinion in the project, you also have the right to sell what you have in the project and get out and go find another project that's better off for you. And I think that's where people are going to start realizing that they have, you know, that we, we need to value the time that we have because we're like we were talking about earlier, there's only so many hours in a day. And if I'm spending time looking at X project, then I'm not going to be looking at Y project, or if I'm looking at A artist, I'm not going to be looking at B artist. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's all. Definitely. There's definitely limited hours to a day. Oh my God. I wish, I wish there wasn't. And I can't wait till everything can get on metaverse time too, guys. So that way we don't have to do this whole time change thing or the the, the time differences. Cause that, that's the, the killer on all these, in these projects, I feel like. Yeah. So, all right. Well, guys, I appreciate you taking time to uh, to join me here. Thank on, you for uh, having us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank it. you. It was really fun. Yeah, of course. Uh, um, if you guys ever have another project that you're working on or anything like that, feel free to come back. I need you to all hold on the line until we get out of here, though, just so that, that way it saves all the files. I'm just giving you a heads up, something okay, that I should have okay. told you beforehand. <laughs> but, uh, okay. but because there's four of us, I figure I'll just throw it out here to be safe. And then that was- <laughs> um, so, uh, so for anybody that's listening, uh, this has been More Things. Uh, this is a subset of four things, which is my normal show that I do, where we talk to uh, anywhere from two to three to four artists. Um, It's two different sides. I got a co-host on there for the second side. Um, Comedy skits, bits, uh, some hip hop talk, stuff like that. Pop culture, uh, NFTs, a lot of randomness, kind of like what you experienced here, I guess. Um, and, uh, and there's something big coming down the line. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to, if you've been listening to the show, you could probably piece together what we're, what we're moving towards here. But, um, I, that's all I'm going to say is that going into, uh, into the next season, um, we're going to be, we, we have a pretty big change up here and I'm really looking forward to everybody checking out what we're doing and hopefully everybody enjoys it. Um, you can hit me up at four things podcast, um, on Twitter, and you can also email me if you want to uh, four things podcast at gmail.com. Um, that's pretty much it, man. Uh, I got another episode of four things. that's going up real soon. I've just been slacking. Like I said, a little bit, I've had some, some personal stuff going on that I'm trying to get through and, uh, that'll be up. Um, 
hopefully later on, uh, probably, hopefully by the time you hear this, honestly. And then we have another one already lined up with, uh, with Digi, uh, the rapper Digi and Super Nifty. So, um, so I'm telling you, man, we got you guys covered. Uh, everybody's locked in and we're moving. Um, I appreciate everybody for, uh, for joining. Appreciate everybody for listening. And, um, and I'll see y'all next time, man. Peace out.